listening to the Pool Pro Podcast, episode number five. Today we have financial first responder Janine Bolin, and she's going to tell you why money is not just for rich people. You're not going to want to miss that. Welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast. I'm Dave Rockwell here with my partner, Michelle Cavanaugh. And we're here today with Janine Bolin. Janine, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and what it is you do, please. I'll be happy to. So I come to you today as a very eclectic business owner. I started running my very first business when I was 10 years old. I sold earthworms in southern Missouri. So I was that child. I was pushing my bike around to various lakes and ponds, find night crawlers, put them in a bucket and run to the local bait shops on my bike <laughs> to sell them. The very first year that I was in business, I had to pay $33 in taxes and I was very upset because I had to pay $33 in taxes at a 10-year-old. So yes, you can understand. Since then, I've run 15 different businesses. I get bored easily. So I build a business up. And as soon as it gets to a point where it maintains itself, I sell it off because I enjoy the building of a business. So that's where I am. But uh, I went into school. I became an analytical biochemist. I made drugs for a living. I was in automation and robotics. I always like to say legal ones. I made legal drugs for a living. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, dropped out of the workforce to raise my family and just continued to run business after business. And I have now found a business that I will never sell. It's my passion. This is my baby. I'm going to hang on to it. And that is the one where I help other business owners achieve their dreams by living the life they want to live so that's how I come to you today and well, what do you, you call what do you what is a financial first responder what does that mean Janine and that's a that's a self-imposed title a financial first <laughs> responder is usually when something happens in my clients lives that causes them a shock financially I'm the first person they call because their financial planner isn't really the best person the CPA isn't really the person you want to go to, and your local banker has very different objectives for you. So I'm the financial first responder to help them with whatever the trauma is. And as you can tell, from the last two to three weeks, I've been putting in 15-hour days because things have been a little crazy for us, haven't they? Right. They yeah. sure have. And, I, and that kind of lead, that's how we found you and, and wanted to bring you on is exactly that, that reason. Yeah. So thank you for the opportunity to help your people. So what can we do to help them today? I love your book, Money, It's Not Just for Rich People. I think everybody needs to have that because I think we have a belief system that it is just for rich people. That's true. And the, please realize that a lot of the media, their, their job is to create a need or to create fear or to create emotion so that you'll continue to tune in. And that's why I love podcasters like yourselves. Your focus is not to create fear or create a need so that people are always tuning in. You guys create content. Like I was watching uh, or listening to some of your podcasts on Facebook and everything, and I just love your content. You're always like, okay, what can we do? How can we move forward? How can we solve this problem? Which mm -hmm. is different from what mainstream media's focus is, is to get you to constantly tune in and, and view. Whereas you folks, it's all about content, which is why a lot of people say, well, how, how come I haven't heard from you before? And I said, because I'm content driven. Major yeah. media doesn't like uh, 
the style. I'm not sexy enough in my ability to, <laughs> no, actually that was told to me by the Oprah Winfrey team in 2007. They said, we'd love to have you on the show, but you're not sexy enough. And it was a joke. They were being sweet. Okay. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that they were being sweethearts. It was just, but they were right. I'm not extreme enough, right? I'm not extreme enough for my stuff is too simple. It's too freaking practical. Why, why would they want me on there? Right. Right. But content driven folks like yourself love my stuff. So thank you for the compliment. Yeah, Absolutely. And so um, one of the things that we're really doing in this is not necessarily focusing on the bad things or what could happen, but we want to get our industry looking forward to see the opportunities that are being created right now. Okay. Well, I'll be glad to talk about that. So let's talk about the first four things. Um, I'm an analytical biochemist, so, you know, I'm very uh, point yeah. A, point B, point, I'm very linear, okay? You're so, talking to your people over here, I'm telling you. That's what. wonderful, that's, that's wonderful. Um, okay, first thing is connect to all your clients. Get out your phone and look at your phone and you know how you can download your CSV files, right? The comma separated values. Get out your phone, go through every contact in your phone, call them and say, how are you? How are you doing? Check in with every single person in your contact file. Start with your clients and then move to your family and friends. The next thing is a lot of people are like, well, Janine, I got 1700 contacts in my phone. I said, yeah, that's going to keep you busy. Get on the phone, start calling. Guess what? People are home. People yep. want to talk about yeah. anything except what's happening. Please distract me from Netflix. You can only watch so much Netflix before, you know. And so my, the reason I've been putting in 15-hour days is because depending upon if I'm calling people in Australia or if I'm calling my people in Japan, you know, I've got a lot of time zones I can cover. So what I'm grateful for your pool, guys, is luckily they're a locally run business, right? right? So they're in the same time zone. And so they know when their people about get up. So, you know, remember how mom used to tell you, don't call people before 9 a.m. and don't call them after 9 a.m. Please stick to that rule since you're a local owner and go ahead and start calling them. And you're your business hours are from nine to eight, right? And you're just gonna call everybody in your contacts and ask them how they are. You're not gonna sell. You're not gonna tell them you know, what you think about their pool or anything like that. You're just gonna call them. I have increased my business by 28% just by calling people because I didn't ask them about uh, anything or I didn't sell them anything. I was just encouraging them in wherever they were. And then they'd say, look, Janine, um, I think you really need to talk to so-and-so. And so I was getting referrals without even asking. Uh -huh. Okay. Right. And that's the thing. Ask them for a referral uh, if you feel like there's nothing you can do for them. Say, hey, do you know, sometimes I feel like I'm the best kept secret out there. Is there, is there anybody you think should know I exist? And, I, and they know from the phone call that since you haven't sold them, you're not going to sell the other person. You're just going to say, hey, I was just talking to your friend so-and-so. And I just wanted to call you how you're doing. They felt we needed to connect. Tell me what's going on with you. And then be quiet. Listen. Get on the phone and just listen. The second thing is after that, after you've called every contact that you have, I don't know about you, I have literally 1,400 people in my phone. So it's, it took, it's taken me a while. I'm not done yet. But the next step I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be contacting every vendor I have ever done business with. 
I'm going to ask them, how are they? How are their family? Are their pets okay? Do I need to help them with the finding a veterinarian? That, you know, that kind of thing. You, people, life is still going on, right? We still have people that have surgeries that are being performed and all that kind of stuff. And you have ways you can comfort them just by being who you are because you got into business to make a living and yet you're in a service-oriented business. And service-oriented business owners are not like any other in the world. You guys operate in a totally different way and you really care about your people. So continue to care about your people. So you contact every uh, customer you've ever had, you contact every vendor you have ever had and you ask them how they are and you don't sell them. And then you just keep doing that. And it's amazing how business happens. I got 92 new students in a period of one week in my online university for my courses, just because of this system. So I know it works and I know yes. it can help you. Yeah. So those are the two things you can do with what you already have. What's something that you can do that's a little different? Well, and I, I thought about this when you guys contacted me, would you please help your people maintain their pool while you're unable to get there? So get on Facebook Live and tell them what are some of the things you've seen about their pool that you know they need to be thinking about. What is a, a slam dunk, easy thing I can do? Uh, maybe remind me to cover it. Yes. <laughs> right? I, I don't know your industry, okay? So yeah, I've, right. never had a, right. I've never had a pool, but that's your job, right? You, yes. guys yeah. know, you guys know this. So tell me as your client, what is the first thing you always look for when you walk into my pool? What's the second thing you're always looking for? What's the third yeah. thing? And then just go down your cheat sheet, go down your list on Facebook Live and every day or every other day, whatever you have time for between your phone calls that you're making to all your people, uh, do a Facebook Live from your room and then show us your tools of the trade that we have in our house. Like, can I use a garden rake or would that cause you to go, ah, no, right? You know, help me out here. Tell me what are some of the things we need to do. So one of the things that one of that's happening right now is that fortunately we are, uh, as of right now, classified in most areas of the country as an essential service. That pools cannot be neglected. Pools, uh, the, there would be other hazards involved in just letting it go. West Nile, if, if the thing turns green. Drowning. Green. Yeah. Drowning is a big one. Yep. Um, so keeping the pool up is essential, but I love what you brought out about contacting each and every one of our clients first of all, to ask how they are, but then that's going to lead to the conversation. Uh, what are you doing to protect me and my family? Uh, so we can talk about things that we're doing. We're, we're not touching their keypad with our finger. We're sanitizing our hands. We're wiping down flat surfaces in the equipment area. We're going above and beyond what we normally would do right. before this happened. Um, and we can give them pointers, uh, things like if you are using the pool, don't forget to wipe the surfaces down your, your deck chairs, wash your deck down, keep, uh, keep it clean. There's no real risk involved in uh, viral transmission in the water, but above the water is where it could happen. And the, these are things you need to be thinking about. So we can, this, there's a real opportunity for, for showing our value to our existing customers right now. Exactly. And that's where you're going to stand uh, above and beyond. You know, I, yeah. 
I have people that I work with that some folks think we're in direct competition. And I go, absolutely not. There's more than enough people on this planet for them to be able to run their business and I run mine. And we find ways to differentiate. We find ways to work side by side doing exactly the same thing in total confidence that our personalities are enough to differentiate us. We don't need to be in competition. And that leads me to the next point I wanted to share with you folks. And that is when your folks, as a, uh, when you're doing your Facebook lives and everything, share it with other people, including those that you would call your competitors. Share what you're doing, help them out, let them know you want them to stay in business as well. Because when all is said and done, we're all gonna get slammed with business after people start come, going out of their homes. I just know this. I just know that people are gonna start spending again. They're gonna, yeah. things are gonna happen and we're gonna get hit. And you wanna have as many of your so-called competitors in your back pocket as possible so that you can dovetail, like you can give them people when you can't get to them because you're getting hit with so much. I've seen this in 2007. I saw it again in 2014. Service industries got hit with a huge wave of new people. And so I just wanted to remind them, you may be like not seeing growth right now, but the growth is, it always comes again. It always hits you and you want to be prepared. You want to be able to take care of all your people. And at the same time, you don't want to be that person, that business owner that says, I'm sorry, I can't get to you. I have a full thing. You want to be able to say, I'm sorry, I can't get to you. I have a full calendar, but I know of three people you can call that will be able to try to find a way to get you onto their calendar and they're good folks. So share what you have going on with your other people. Um, and then learn, learn from your other people, learn from folks who are in the pool, learn from them and then do what works well and then let them know, hey, thank you for your Facebook video that you sent. I, I learned you know, that I could do these two or three things and I shared it with my people and it was a huge success. Thank you so much. How can I help you? And that's just that, that service uh, coming back yep. around of you know, paying it forward, whatever you wanna call it. I just see so many good people sharing their knowledge with each other because we know that the money is going to start rolling back in. And right now we're, we're paving the way to have a strong foundation, to have lots of great relationships so we can serve our customers better next time around. That's one, of, that's one of the really good things that we have going for us in our industry right now in, in the pool industry is exactly what you were talking about. There are a number of Facebook groups, uh, social media, where the more experienced, the, the kind of upper echelon people in the business are uh, sharing mentoring. information, yeah. mentoring others. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, somebody with less experience can take a picture of something and put it on. Have you ever seen this problem? What do I do about it? And he'll have a, a page full of responses. Some of them you have to filter through. The, the quality of the advice varies, but... Um, <laughs> There, there's just a lot of information being shared. I think there's a realization that our business, uh, our industry as a whole on the service side of things needs to elevate itself. We, we've got to uh, be more educated, more aware, and we've got to help others that are sharing our industry with us uh, get to a higher level. And it's going, because it's, it's, that's the key to getting the homeowners to respect us as an industry, which is a problem we have right now. Yeah. Exactly. What's the, what's the one thing, Janine, that small businesses are doing um, wrong as far as money management? Is there like one 
thing that's out there that you can just, you know, pinpoint that, uh, if everybody would stop doing that, they'd be so much better off. Stop, <clears throat> excuse me, stop going into debt. Yeah. Stop, stop going into debt. That, um, one of the rules I had in every business that I have ever run with the exception of one, and I got, I got myself into trouble. It's one of my three failures. So I had 15 businesses, 12 were highly successful. Three were epic failures to the tune of losing $50,000 of my own money on one of them. So uh, that one was beyond my control, but one that I lost uh, $2,000, which was big in 1987 when I was yeah. running it, was I got myself into debt. I, I was overly optimistic. And that happens a lot with entrepreneurs. And yep. that's just because we're, we wouldn't do what we were doing if we weren't kind of risk takers and, and optimistic and rose-colored glasses and all those other metaphors people use about us all the time. We're naturally optimistic. So knowing that, I made a rule for myself after that uh, crash of, and burn of a business, and that was I would never go into debt for my business again. And some people tell me that's way too conservative. That's way this, that's way that. Well, I just want to let you know, I own my house now, 20 years later. I own yeah. my house. The bank doesn't. I own the two cars that are sitting in my driveway. I own the things I use. So I'll take my conservative life because right now, all I have to do is make sure that I achieve my burn rate. And because I'm not having to pay a mortgage, I'm doing pretty well right now. And I wish that for everyone for listening to this yeah. podcast. It's not one of those things of I'm standing up here going, oh, I got it so great. It's more like you can do this too. And I want it for you so that you have that solid foundation to stand on so that you can extend your service base. You can extend your business base and help others achieve the same sort of dream for themselves. And I think too, the mistake, I think a lot of these service guys, the mentality that they have, they don't even see themselves as entrepreneurs, Janine. I don't even think, I don't even think that's a word that they use and they are, they started their own business. They incorporate a business. They're out there doing it. They may be the only employee of the business, but they are entrepreneurs and I don't think they see themselves that way. I think what, what Dave said about elevating this industry, it's so important because you have to change the mindset first. The fact that you are a business owner and you can be successful and you can get out of debt and you can own your home. That's a mindset shift that has to happen. And I don't think they even consider themselves entrepreneurs, Dave. I don't know. You're a service guy, Dave. What do you think? Well, I'm looking at my screen right now and under our podcast logo, it says, who's your boss? And when you start out in the pool industry, uh, just, I mean, literally you can go down, get a business license, get open an account at distribution, and you have a pool service business. Regardless of your level of education, training, your skills, abilities, you have that business, but you don't really own a business, you own a job. And as you get more and more accounts, you may have 50, 60, 70, 100 accounts. So you have 50, 60, 70, 100 bosses. And, yeah. and so um, the, the challenge that we have is when we start out this way, we didn't get into this business by the path of an MBA or <laughs> so most of us just high school education or slightly above. Um, so how do you get from owning a job to really owning and operating a, a true business and being an entrepreneur? There are four hours a week that differentiate 
what you would call a pool guy or a pool, you know, owner, um, cleaner and an entrepreneur. And that's in an article that your people are more than welcome to go. I have a special page on my website just for them. And the article is called, Who's Your Boss? And it is a question for the self-employed. You are a solopreneur. If you are a single person business owner, you are a solopreneur. And I want you to, to really stand tall that you are uh, doing all the risk and you're doing all the work. But there are four hours a week that you need to be working on your business, not in it. Now, I used to hate hearing that. I'll be honest. I, I just despised when people say, you need to work on your business, not in your business. And I'd be like, what are you saying? I do not understand what that means. Okay. I consider myself fairly educated and I don't understand what you're saying to me. So what I found out was those four hours a week that you're working on your businesses when you are doing promotions and marketing. Promotion is calling every contact, calling new people. When you're on, you should spend at least, now this is minimum people. I have not been doing this this week. Uh, I have been doing a lot more marketing and promotion, but one hour a week is just calling your contacts, calling your clients and prospecting, trying to call new people, asking for referrals, one hour a week at least. Then one hour a week, you're following up from the previous week when people didn't call you back or you felt like they ghosted you on Facebook Messenger or whatever happened. There's one hour a week where you're just doing follow-up from the previous week, okay? okay. The, then there's the third hour a week and you've, you define, see, this is where, who's your boss? The answer is your calendar, what yeah. are you doing every day? All right. That's the answer. I've given you the, the secret sauce there. I'm not going to make you read the article, but, <laughs> but the third hour is close the deal. Now there's 10 different closes people. Everybody uh, made the assumption my classes that I teach, they were like, Oh yeah, I've, I've got to sell them. I'm like, no, no, no. Closing the deal may be, all right, I got them on the phone. When can I have the next phone call with you? That's a close. So then, then I get these really fancy people that are like, okay, there's soft closes, there's hard closes. And then they, then they start talking about the 20 different closes you can have. I'm like, no, they either bought or they didn't. I'm sorry. I'm very simplistic, very practical yeah. kind of person. They either bought from me or they didn't. If they didn't buy from me, I don't get upset about it. I go call you in two weeks. Oh, why don't you call me back in a month, Janine? No problem. Put it in the calendar. I will follow up with you in one month and then make sure you do it. Yes. I can guarantee you when they say the money is in the follow-up, it is. That's why I have 92 new students this week. It's from all the promoting and prospecting I did last month. People now have time to pay attention to my phone call. So get on that bandwagon. <laughs> last one, the last hour. So you have those four hours. The last hour is take an hour a week and educate yourself about your industry. Get better. Read the trade uh, articles. Listen to this podcast. Listen to people that are more experienced and have better education than you in this industry. And I do that even to this day, because guess what? The finance industry has a lot of moving parts and I'm not educated in it. I was okay. working with robots down in a laboratory. I was not working in money. And there's a, there's a lot I have yet to learn. So those are the four hours a week. And I talk about all of those in my article that you guys can have access to and download and print off and do whatever you want with it. 
Talk to me. What, what is the eight gates? Talk about what the eight what the eight gates is. Well, that's just my name of my company. I mean, I could talk about it, but why bother? I mean, it really, it's just a name I slapped on a piece of paper. I mean, I could get into, <laughs> I could get into that story, but no offense. Who cares what? Who cares about my yes. business name, right? Really, what I really want to talk about or, or help you. And thank you, by the way, you're being yes, sweet absolutely. asking. I'm not busting on you, but really, it's about these people that are a service-oriented solopreneur, or maybe they have two or three employees. I really just want them to be able to make money. I want them to stay in business. And that's yes. all my focus is today is on your people. So thank you for asking about my company and all that. But really, let's just keep them in business. I was just really curious money. about the name. I didn't understand what the what yeah. it even means. It's a physics situation. Oh, you need, okay. you need no wonder eight, I don't understand. It, you need eight <laughs> points of contact to understand where you are in a nine-dimensional universe. Wow. Okay. So don't worry about it. It's a geek thing. <laughs> it also is if you take an eight and you put it on its side, it's infinity. Yes. And so I was just goofing off. So it's the eight gates. So don't get too deep on that. It literally, when I went down, nobody cares what your business name is, people. Nobody cares. Yeah. Where, who are they buying? They're buying you. you. I'm, buying, yep. I'm buying David's pools. I'm buying his services because I think he's a great guy and he's not going to fleece me right? He's yeah. not going to shred me to bits with his expenses. He actually is caring about my family. Like you were telling me before we started recording, David, you were saying, we're cleaning the keypads on the pool. I would never have thought to do that myself as a, as an owner of a pool. Yeah. You know, you're doing things to take care of me and my family. I'm not even aware about. So call your people and let, let them know you're thinking about the safety and the, and the health of, of my family. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And tell me if somebody wanted to go to your website, do you have a, um, tell me the, the website. This is going to be, um, you know, for those of you listening, it's going to be on audio only at the big, very beginning here. So I want to make sure you can't see the screen that Dave and I are seeing right now, which is great. Tell us about what website you have, Janine, and how people can connect with you to be able to, um, you know, potentially use your services. Uh, certainly. They can go to the eight gates and that's t-h-e then the number eight g-a-t-e-s dot com and then this is very important for your people backslash pool pro and i have a very uh i have a page just for you guys where you can read the article you can download it print it off do whatever you want shred it put it in the parakeet's cage i don't care but <laughs> you, you have access to that article then there is a business builder workshop module where you can learn more by clicking a button. And that's a $49 course where I walk you through the article and all the systems I have for follow-up, for how to prospect, how, you know, that kind of thing. Then there's a little money symbol. There's a little green bus. And that's kind of like a Easter egg that you have on videos and stuff like that. Right. I'm old school. I like, I like secret stuff that only certain people know. Click on that little green money symbol and that'll take you to a secret archive in my, in my web service. Dun, 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 where it's three minute money tips and videos that you can just scroll through and learn more. I don't offer that to the general public. And last but not least, if you want to ask me a question for free, no cost, no charge, I wanna help you, uh, there's 15 minute phone calls you can schedule and there's a button at the very bottom of the page for that. And so that's just for you, your people. So you can go to the eightgates.com backslash pool pro. It's just for you guys. And tell me why you think it's important, Janine, for people out there who are struggling potentially with money I, you know, I, 
I had that issue certainly 10, 15 years ago. I was really struggling. I was a single mom and I was working and I was, I was in debt and I wasn't paying my debt off and all of that. Explain, Janine, why you think, why do, why do people hesitate to get in contact with somebody who can help them in this matter? Do you think that there's some shame in it and they don't want to, they don't want to expose themselves to what they actually have done wrong and they're worried about that? Why don't people connect more so with somebody like you who can actually help them? Um, I'm going to use the story that I learned the reason why from a marriage counselor. Marriage, I have uh, seven different therapists in my contacts at any one time that I can refer people to because money is emotional, in case you hadn't noticed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the number one cause of divorce is finances first. Would you like to know what number two is? Sex. So we're talking about things that are insanely taboo in the United States. You don't talk about sex. You don't talk about money, which I find fascinating because that's all you see in media is money and sex. And you know, <laughs> I'm just like, so, but, but when it calls to calling someone up, if you don't have 900 in front of the note, they just won't talk to you. No, I'm kidding. Right. But, no, I hear you. But it, uh, the marriage therapists that I have talked to say this in one to three sessions, they can get a married, married couple to talk all about the sex lives and why it, there's a problem. It takes seven to nine sessions before they will start to disclose their financial situation. That's because that's where the shame and the guilt is. And what's interesting is people like me, I don't care. I, I really don't care what got you started in that uh, down sl downward slope. I don't care how much debt you have. What I care about is getting you out of there so that you don't have to be there anymore where you're not feeling good about who you are. Let's get you into a better place. And if you're a business owner, I have a soft spot in my heart for entrepreneurs, and this is why. Uh, part of my master's thesis is I had to read the 32 volumes of Thomas Jefferson's writings. That's just part of the college I was in. And when I was reading Thomas Jefferson's writings, around about volume eight or nine, I forget exactly which one, he was writing about if we want to keep America strong, that has to be through the farmers and the business owners. So even the founding fathers knew the power of having a quote, quote, air quotes, pool guy. Right. We need you. Seriously, yeah. the country and the economy needs you. And if you ever feel down on yourself because somebody just refers to, oh, you're just a pool guy, just chalk them off as being ignorant and let them stay in their ignorance and you just remember who you are which is the founding fathers are relying on you to keep this country going and i'm not playing the patriot you know patriot card but i am in that yeah. the founding fathers knew how important small business was to this country so if you're not a farmer you're a solopreneur and you're keeping us running so thank you absolutely and i think too that um, even another guy that I work with, and he helped me years ago too, Dignity Credit Building. I think people are, you know, Dignity Credit Solutions is a guy that I work with, Gene. And, you know, again, people are too ashamed. They're too, they're too embarrassed to go to him and try to rebuild their credit because the, he thinks that, you know, they think they're going to be judged based on where they got themselves. And I think you have to get rid of that mindset. Those of you out there who either, you know, are having credit issues and you can't get, you know, what you need or even get a line of credit to scale your business if, if need be. And people like Janine who actually are out there helping people in this way and, and as far as finances and making sure you understand them and, and are doing well, this is what they do for a living. They're not gonna be looking at you going, oh my God, I can't believe you did that and got yourself in this mess. That's not what they're gonna do. They're actually gonna be 
motivating for you and um, make you feel like you said, feel better about yourself. Because when you get out of those kinds of situations, those are very stressful situations to be in. You, maybe you stay awake at night because you can't, you know, you're thinking about it all the time and you can't sleep. So I think this is important. If you really want to scale your business too, I think it's important to understand how to do that properly. If you want to just, if you want to actually hire a couple of employees or, or do whatever you want to do to scale your business, I think it's important to, to get advice and have mentors in place that can help you with this type of thing. And Janine, I, I think that that's what you're trying to do. And I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I am grateful that there are people like you that are mentoring the folks in your industry because I always offered to pay people. And what, this is what I found fascinating. And I recommend it to your people. When they hit that fourth hour a week where they're training themselves or giving themselves education, call somebody who's a big pool person and ask for their advice and ask and offer to pay them. So one of the things I did when I was 15 years or 16, because I had my own car by that time. And when I was 16 years old, I called the richest guy in our town. The town I lived in had 1700 people, very small in Southern Missouri. So I uh, called the richest man in town. He owned half the town. Yeah. I called him up and I said, I'm a small business owner and I would like to learn from you. I would like to be able to own my own home and own half a town, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, may I pay you for your time? He goes, how much are you making currently? And so I told him about my house cleaning business that I had and my earthworm business that I was running and I had tomatoes on the side, to which he said, how about you show up with a pencil and a paper and I'll give you an hour of my time and you do exactly what I tell you. And I promise you, you'll own your own home in 20 years. The man wow. was totally correct. So people are out there. You, you offer to pay them. A lot of times they won't take your money. The fact that you showed them the respect yep. that you knew they were worth your hard earned money. They've been where you were. They remember waking up at 2 a.m. trying to figure out how am I going to pay my two people, my two employees, yeah. right? They understand that. And so reach out to these uh, people who are bigger in business. Don't be jealous of them. Don't be scared of them. Offer to pay them, pay a fee to talk to them for 30 minutes and ask them your questions. It's the best thing I ever did for myself. And I really recommend it for your people as well. Yes. Perfect advice. Mm -hmm. It's great advice. Mm -hmm. Well, thank it's you free. so much. What would you say? <laughs> it's free. It's free. Yeah, you didn't even have to pay for that one. Didn't even have to pay for it, people. Didn't. Well, thank you so much, Gene. This is really great information. I want to go ahead and list your website one more time for those listening. I want to make sure they go to the website. And for those of the, that need the support, please let, let uh, them know your website again. Okay, it's the eight gates, and you spell it T H E, the number eight. Gates is G A. TES.com backslash pool pro because I want them to get all the discounts that I'm offering them. Yeah. So make sure you go to backslash pool pro. Yes. And as the online learning, I actually started taking one of your classes. I don't know if you knew that, Janine, but I have, I took one of your classes or I'm in the middle of it. I haven't started, I haven't completed it yet. So but. which one is it? The 10 steps to abundance? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's the free one I offer. And yes. yes, you're one of my new 92 people. Thank you for being I'm one of my new it. 92 people. I'm in the mix. Yay. <laughs> yeah, really I hope it works for you. Yeah, it it you. serves so many know. people. I'll, I'll send you an email and give you some feedback and let you know how, how uh, I'm sure it's going to be great. But thank you so much for coming on with us today. We truly appreciate it. You service guys out there. We want to support you. We want it. We're here for you. 
you know, we, we want to support you with business tools and information. And that's what the goal of this podcast is. So thank you so much for listening. And Janine, thanks again for, some, for coming on. We truly appreciate it. It's great to be here. Take care. Thank, thank you, Janine. A new voice in the industry, a resource for all, education for you. This is Pool Pro Podcast. Build relationships and share important news as we get ready for our next backyard adventure. Pool Pro Podcast. Backyard adventures are better together. Please take a moment to share, like, and review our content with all of those that would be interested.